Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirit, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hi everybody and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This is Tracy Liebman and I am co-hosting tonight with my friend and colleague, Aleka Thorvalson. Hi Aleka. Hey, hi, nice to be back. Yes, back in the studio. That's right. <laughs> oh, sounds so professional. As as the intro played, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to turn a light on." <laughs> oh, that's funny. It, it got really dark all of a sudden, you know, and I didn't have a light on. Anyway, we're very relaxed here at Mind Body Spirit You, and we hope that you are too. That you will enjoy the past shows, and you can find those all in archive on um, Blog Talk Radio, if you or on iTunes. So just search for Mind, Body, Spirit, You, and you will find us. And that is always the letter U. So tonight's topic is about the chakra system. And then with sort of, I don't know, I guess with an emphasis sort of, we're going to talk a little bit about losing power, losing energy, and gaining it back again. Um, Quote, unquote, like who or what owns your chakras, meaning how we give our power away. And at the very beginning, I will do a little bit of an introduction on the seven chakras in case you're not familiar, because we'd hate to just dive right into the the nitty-gritty of it all and have people that might be new listeners or new to this system, um, this energy system, which is called the chakra system. So I'm just sort of going rambling here. Alec, I wanted to check in, make sure. Did you have anything you wanted to add or should no, I just keep on going? No, that sounds great. No, I'm excited okay. to talk about this. I love um, talking about this particular topic. It's really fun. Absolutely. And I, you know, the chakras are one of my um, original things that I learned about that was sort of my way in, so to speak, to the energy system and understanding that we in our human bodies have energy, you know, swirling around, of course, right? We we know that now more so than we did 20 years ago when I first was introduced to all this. But um, let's see. I guess I'll just dive right in. What I'm going to give you is the location of the chakra within your body, the color that is most commonly related to it, and... The main issue, I say, with leeway, meaning 
many teachers will teach this a different way, mm-hmm. but I would say that the way that I'm going to throw it out there is a very common and um, encompassing way. And, of course, Aleka, if at any time you want to add something or after I'm done, if you think of something you want to add to a certain thing, let me know. Let everybody sure. know. And I, I want to invite everybody to, if you're listening online and you want to join in on the chat room, to please do so. And if you'd like to call in, we are always open to taking callers. So that phone number is 646-595-2385. And we will be open to taking questions or comments or experiences that you've had with the chakra system. And we'll see how everything unfolds here tonight. Perfect. Okay, so I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to ground. Make it through the chakra system, right. Exactly, yeah. That, now I'm going to ground, okay. <laughs> so the very first chakra is called the root chakra, and it is basically at the base of our body. So, um, you know, we could say, well, I'm just going to say the base of the body. <laughs> and this chakra does actually open in sort of a... Um, these shot in Sanskrit they mean wheels, okay? So they they turn is how many people will explain it. And the root chakra is open almost like a funnel downward. So it is our grounding center. And typically, if I lead any kind of meditation, I will always like grow roots from the root chakra. And I'm just giving you that as a little pointer down your legs and into the earth. And so that was sort of the first place I went before I started talking about this. I just think I do it naturally now. So the first chakra is the root chakra. The color is red, located at the base of your body. And the main issues are survival and physical needs. The second chakra is a few inches up, so sort of in between that, the the base, your like groin area, and your belly button. And it's the second chakra, known as the sacral chakra. And the color's orange, and the main issues are emotional balance and sexuality, which this is, again, this is the umbrella statement. I really love to teach about, um, it's like a center of creation. I like <laughs> cre- that, too. Yeah, creativity. Um, and what else was I going to say about that? Oh, manifesting. Okay, mm-hmm. a lot of people are into manifesting. <laughs> so there's, it's a good chakra for that. Okay, solar plexus is the third chakra, which is just a you know a couple inches above your navel, and the color is yellow. The main issue is personal power and self-will. The next chakra is the heart chakra, and it's located where you would expect it to be, center of chest area. And the color here is green, most typically, but pink is also another color that can be um, talked about in this realm, and sometimes you'll get that in a meditation, that color coming through. So the main issue is love, and relationships. The next chakra is in the throat, and it is called the throat chakra. It's the fifth chakra, and the color is blue, um, more of a lighter blue, typically. Main issues, communication and self-expression. The next chakra is the third eye, and it is the sixth chakra, and it is above and between your eyebrows. The color here is indigo blue, and the main issues are intuition, uh, wisdom, you know, spiritual insight, that kind of thing. And um, the the top chakra in this system, there are more above, (laughs) but this is the main system that most people talk about in the the best way to start out and a good way to stay focused is more in our physical realm than the others. But the top seventh chakra is called the crown chakra. It is 
at the top of your head. And like I mentioned, that the root spirals kind of down (laughs) and the crown chakra spirals facing open and up to the sky, to divine source. And the colors here are often shown in color as violet, but come through often for people in white or gold even, or kind of a mixture of things. But violet is typically the color that is associated with the crown chakra. And the main issue here is spirituality and your connection to divine. So that is the basic system. And they, you know, one of the things that's important is they are meant to be, you know, fairly open, fairly clear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, If you want to do any kind of meditation on it, I like to advise that people sort of try to match the size and shapes. So everybody's different. Some people's are bigger, some people's are smaller. So this is what I've experienced. And Aleka may have experienced other things, and I'm totally open to hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and everybody would, which is something I just want to say about any of this, okay, um, energy work, energy medicine, energy healing, working with energy, mediums, the psychic realm, <laughs> the six senses, mm-hmm. right? Everybody perceives things differently, and that's why different people teach it different ways. But um, they also they flow out and they flow in, so they like give energy out and they give it take energy in. They can come out the back side of your body and the front side. <laughs> so um, it's a really fascinating system, but it is sort of the, in my opinion, the kind of the key to. A lot of what we talk about in energy healing, energy medicine, in regards to our physicality. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to take a breath and allow my mm-hmm. partner in crime to yeah. what she's thinking. Yeah, I mean, I agree um, absolutely that um, you know because you know nowadays we're really sort of you know science is finally catching up with sort of what ancient teachings has, has told us about the subtle energy layers mm-hmm. um, within our, um, you know, extended out beyond our physical body um, and what that means. And to some extent, this whole chakra system is starting to really be able to not just be something that we've talked about. I mean, and I think one of the things that um, you've mentioned is that, Everyone sort of has their way of understanding it. But, I mean, pretty straightforward. The chakra system is, especially in just the way that it's sort of set up, colors, sound, um, vibration, frequency, that kind of stuff, is relatively across the board the same, you know, wouldn't you say, Tracy? I mean, that that's pretty, you know, if we're basing it on, like, the the Hindu. Um, of course. Yeah, you know, it's relatively mm-hmm. the same, and it actually corresponds with, you know, there's Native American chakra system and other, um, you know, energy um, or other traditions have their own way of understanding energy. But it's really interesting if you look at the different ones that there's so many overlaps and and um, correlations. But what is fascinating to me is that pretty much every tradition has its own way of understanding energy. And it's very much about, like, this idea of wheels of energy um, that, for me, the chakras really represent the physical um, and emotional and spiritual aspects of our, our body and our minds. And it, um, you know, as you said, each chakra associates with a color and a sound and a basic, basic frequency, which is important when we're talking about energy, mm-hmm. because that's sort of the way in which energy moves, and it tells us a lot about that specific type of energy if we can understand how it's moving. And each um, chakra has specific strengths and fears associated with it. And these physical areas are sort of like ways in which I think that the energy is that we feel and, and, and have at our disposal is sort of manifested how it runs through our body, how it runs, as you said, you know, energy moves in and out as almost our breath does. That's my interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that um, where, you know, if we have some blockages 
um, or if we have some stuck spots, and we might talk about some of that stuff today, what tends to what can happen is we get physical manifestations of you know the organs that are associated with that particular chakra, and so it can really help us understand you know if we if we look at our health as a good indication of just you know not necessarily something that we need to fix but something that gives us insight into ourselves it can help us really understand more about what's going on um and so i mean i thought that was a great you know little brief but concise summary that you gave us of the all the systems moving up and that's just kind of my two cents that's yeah that's what i wanted to do just you know keep it yeah simple and and you added which again, I mean, the part about frequency is very important. So I'm mm-hmm. glad you added that. And then also the uh, the idea of that each chakra is um, oriented, so to speak, with you know whether it be our uterus or you know like the regions of the body, the lungs, sure. yeah, and, our, and heart our chakra, hormones, and right. I mean, just everything is affiliated with a specific energy center. Um, and so we can really get a good indication about maybe what's going on by feeling whether or not there's energy stuck or moving or how that's working in that particular center. And that's sort of what I mean in the sense of when I say uh, different teachers will teach different things. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems like people tend to um, hone in. I tend to hone in on the emotional, psychological aspects. <laughs> sure. Um I, I I know you do it all, you know, and right now you've been getting a lot of information physically about yeah. mm-hmm. you know, systems physically, yep. so that information comes through strong for you. But p- teachers will teach about that, you know, like keeping your system um, in perfect, quote-unquote, right, as mm-hmm. best order it can be in um, through using the chakras. And also sound, right? Some mm-hmm. teachers, he- healers will teach just that the vibrations or use different sounds to help clear, balance, heal chakras. Sure. So that's kind of what I mean. There's so many different aspects to it. Oh, and color. I mean, some people use color. color. Some people use gemstones. Some people use Uh, herbs. Exactly. Just energy. I mean, there's so many different ways because each one of those things is associated with a specific chakra. And they all, quote, unquote, work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Certainly. So that is the, the the pretty good and brief interview uh, interview <laughs> intro, intro to yeah the chakra system and um, let's see what did I I wanted to kind of give a shout out but I don't think I have the link up available because I did that video of the oh yeah um, remember it's on YouTube and if so cool. if you go to YouTube and you put mind body spirit you the letter you in you'll find there's only a few that are there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but that is, it's got the colors. It's sort of a basic outline of the chakras if you're interested in that. And then while I'm on this, this shout-out time frame, I'm going to say that I have a course that's coming up, and it's in a few weeks. I believe it's August 22nd. It starts then, mm-hmm. and it is the seven chakras, a healing journey through, okay? And it's about all the emotional and... Psychological aspects and how we can locate and heal those parts of us so that we can step into our true empowerment. So then there's that buzzword empowerment, and that was sort of what we were going to focus on tonight was the idea of how and why and to whom, to what <laughs> we lose our power. Um, how all that works, meaning, you know. Uh, more is being revealed, and okay, right now I'm just going to share it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, today was a gosh, you know, was it during meditation? Was it just in the middle of my day doing dishes? I'm not sure. Oh yeah, it was during meditation. Okay, um, I had a. I'm going to use this as a jumping off place for all of us. I had this understanding about myself and losing power, <laughs> mm. and yeah, and. It is something that I've noticed about when one of my children has an issue and it gets very upset about something, 
And let's say I'm just working on my computer or downstairs watching a TV show or and all of a sudden I hear something, you know, like somebody's upset. Okay. And they're older now, so it's different and they're more separated from me, you know. Mm-hmm. But that jolt of energy goes through me and and I realize today that's what it is. That's me losing power. Mm-hmm. That like area what with the second chakra? I I swear it just it almost like feels like it just sucks it right out of me. I yeah. like almost like out my head or something. Like the whole system. Oh, interesting. Like the yeah, whole yeah. System. The whole system. Yeah, it doesn't even. But for everybody out there, you know, the other thing that I have witnessed in myself is twangs in my heart. Sure. And so that's a little symbol that I know that something's going on there, right? But I'll just stick with this one for now. So I get this jolt of almost feels like an energy rush or an adrenaline thing. And what I realized was, aha, uh-huh, that's actually what it feels like for me. Not wouldn't be, be that way for Aleko or anyone listening. But for me, that's my representation of my energy leaving my body. Mm. And so then it was like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do about that? (laughs) And the guidance that came, which we know, but again, it's just interesting how we learn at new layers, at new levels as we go along, is just to call it back, call the energy back and to ground. Mm -hmm. So for me, it might look like just a deep breath, like, okay, I'm bringing it back in, right? And then, yeah, as I as I exhale, like breathe it back in, and as I exhale, ground it, ground it into the earth, my energy back into my body. So there's like a jumping off place because we all lose energy here and there, whether it be we're upset in traffic, whether <laughs> <laughs> little stuff like that, and it can be big stuff. Sure. Well, and it's the little stuff is typically reflections of, of maybe bigger things, but what I've seen um, is, and I do a lot of work um, with this particular issue. Um, you know, kind of again, it's so great that we all come kind of come from a different perspective here mm-hmm. at Mind, mm-hmm. Body, Spirit, You. And for me, um, what I've noticed and been, you know, kind of the teaching that I've been taught um, is where we lose power, say, in the past, mm-hmm. and you know, in a way, how we anchor our chakra in such a way that it's stuck in the past. So we almost siphon off this particular energy field over and over again, giving our power away, you know, perhaps unconsciously, um, to the to a past event. And and I can kind of go into a little bit of depth about what that exactly means. But say there was something that happened when you were younger. I mean, and we could even take it further than that, of course, but... Say you, um, you know, were in a situation where you had abuse issues or, you know, abandonment issues or some such thing, but your your maybe your first chakra, that sense of you know safety, that sense of being connected to the tribe, was somehow um, there was a wounding to that or a traumatic traumatic um, event, and typically what happens is we do things that I call anchors, but we create this moment in time, usually when we don't breathe, a moment of holding our breath where it's like an energetic setting of boom, something's set. And we create a belief, which is energy as well, right? Stories, beliefs, thoughts, our energy patterns in the body, and we like anchor that in in our life into that, that particular moment. And as we do so, we we have this belief that the world is unsafe. Maybe that's one that we take in. And then, because we have that belief, right, we put into the field not what necessarily we want, but what we believe, and then it shows up again. Another instance where, see, right, it's the world is unsafe. Something else happens to reflect that same core anchor. Now, our egos will tell us that the reason why it shows up is evidence. Evidence, see, the world is unsafe. The truth and the reason why it shows up is the universe is actually, it's an opportunity to heal, right? We don't experience, you know, the world does not happen to us, it happens for us to a large degree. And so here it shows up again, and it's almost as if, you know, we're saying, hey, pay attention here, this is showing up so you can take a look and undo this. But maybe we don't, you know, and it maybe strengthens that anchor. 
So we get another siphoning off of energy. The world is unsafe. Again, we go along in our life with that belief, and, and it shows up again. More evidence for the ego. The world is unsafe. But truly what that's about is another opportunity for us to learn. And we keep going on and we keep going on. And until you know, we get, if you can imagine, a timeline maybe holding, siphoning off energy from that particular, maybe it's the first, maybe it's the second chakra, just depending on what that wounding is to that safety feeling. Um, and we may, you know, it, it starts in our subtle energy bodies where we get this sort of like, pulling or siphoning off of energy and as it siphons and siphons more energy we almost get this you know effect where this this particular um block moves deeper and deeper into the more from the subtle layers into the more physical layers until it gets to maybe the outer layer of our physical body which is the etheric layer which is where the the chakras are actually housed and once it gets in there, it gets into the template of the physical body, and maybe we start noticing some symptoms in our physical body, right? So I, I, I would say, who was that wounding? Maybe, you know, um, when I'm, someone comes to me maybe and they have some issues with, um, you know, sexual issues or issues with the reproductive organs or just in that area elimination or, you know, that kind of stuff. And I might go, wow, what's, who owns this chakra? Meaning, where do you, when you run this energy through you, when you take this, this, you know, earth energy that we have at our disposal and it runs through you, is it siphoned off and kind of runs through, um, a, you know, another person's chakra? Meaning, who was that wounding? Who did that wounding at that original time? Maybe it was your mother. Maybe it was your father. So we might say, well, you know, you might run your personal safety through a story that's actually based on somebody else's teaching not your you don't own your power there it's being siphoned off in a way and so the remedy of course to that is to in my world you know world which is you know being just sort of a teacher of forgiveness is to learn how to and in aramaic forgiveness means to undo or to cancel or untie and so in a way it's it is that it's the undoing and the canceling of those stories to be able to bring your your energy field or your energy back into present time. And, you know, I've done this work with people where we actually do this sort of exercise where they find, you know, that we can actually gauge, well, how much of this chakra, you know, maybe this person lives here a little bit for you, this this person symbolizes this leak, how much of your energy are you giving away there? I mean, I've had people at the end of that exercise go through their chakra system and realize, wow, I'm like at 20% energy right now. And eighty percent of my energy is being siphoned off, which is is you know great news because we know what we need to do to pull that energy back. Um, Carolyn Mace, who teaches this to, to a large extent, sort of like this, speaks to the fact that for us to do any physical healing and emotional healing, I would suspect as well, we need at least sixty percent of our energy intact. So that means we need to gain, we need to undo those ties and regain, pull back that energy back into to um present time. And you know, it's a great way of the way that I use the chakra system and how I understand it. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I wanna yeah, I wanna um sort of this is it's interesting. You just said something about Carolyn Mace and the the physical and I guess the emotional also. But the way that I'm seeing this is is and the one of the reasons why I think I'm so focused on emotion is that um like the idea even though you didn't give anything specific but you threw out a couple of scenarios. Let's say you were wounded in childhood, right? Through childhood sure. abuse or something. And maybe it's linked to your mother or your father. So the healing, and then it, nothing. You continue to lose your energy. Continue to lose your energy through this um, anchor, right? And then possibly, not for sure, but possibly you might get an illness, right? Oh yeah. So then, then the physical starts to happen. So the idea of I just sort of wonder. For myself and for anyone listening, Please. you know, because we do, we it is great that we teach differently. <laughs> 
uh, everybody at Mind, Body, Spirit, you. Like we have our own little ways of getting the information out there. And it's it's wonderful because everybody tends to hear things a certain way. Like they might totally be like, oh, I already got it, Tracy. You don't need to reiterate this. <laughs> but other people might be like, oh, good thing she did. So, um, But the idea that the actual original wounding is an emotional wound. Right? It can be. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That was what I was hearing, and I, in a way, when I say right. Um, I guess it could be physical also. Sure. But, but when we talk about losing our power, losing our energy, is it mostly to people, places, and situations? What do you think? What do you mean? Tell me what you mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... People, okay, so in that case of you were wounded in childhood by not being treated well by your parents, let's just say. That's a person, right? Or you could be wounded in childhood by um, a third-grade teacher. That's a person and a situation and an institution, too, but like a person, place, or thing, right? A noun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that we can lose power as far as wounding goes. And typically, for me, that would mean that we have um, some kind of situation or, or person that does it. That's not, or, you know, that that causes that. And what tends to happen, though, is we just recreate and recreate the same thing in different, um, like a different plot. So if exactly. the world is unsafe, you know, it shows up maybe in our work environment. And then it shows up in, you know, it it. it it shows up. Our friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. We marry a right. bad guy, whatever. It doesn't always mean, though, that it's a wounding. And, you know, uh, there's another example of say there was somebody that, you know, has been playing with their kids for 10 years and out of the workforce because their husband's taking care of the kids or, you know, some such thing. And they have a fine, there's no wounding at all. But she wants to get back into the workforce, you know. And so this, she's been out of touch with maybe that second chakra, creativity, Mm -hmm. or, you know, even third, um, Mm -hmm. self-expression in that way. So it's, you know, she's been running that part of her life through maybe her husband. She's been giving that power away because she's been focused on other stuff for the last 10 years. You know, so it certainly doesn't need to be a wounding. It can be just something that we're out of practice on. Right. That's like a different, um, different... I don't know what the right word is. Sorry. No, that's um, okay. <laughs> it's similar but different. Right, right, right. It's and it's okay. such a, it's wonderful. Like it's perfect. You know, no, these things are not always about wounding. It can just be that we sort of, um, hmm, get out of practice. Yep, yep. Almost like shut a part of us down. And in the case of what we're talking about today, sort of shut down a chakra. Um, pulled it back so far that it's just like not, you know, the energy needs to get revved up again. Right, exactly. We need to put some energy back into that space because maybe, you know, she's been spending 10 years in other chakras, you know, um, focused on her kids and probably some intuition and that opening that, you know, that heart chakra and being present and, you know, all that other stuff. So it it doesn't necessarily mean that it is a... um, at a wounding that right, where right. We, we feel like we lose power. It can happen sort of unconsciously when we're just not aware. And it absolutely doesn't mean that we're going to develop physical symptoms. I was definitely giving like a sort of a, you know, broad case scenario. Although mm-hmm. physical symptoms tend to get people's attention more than anything else. Right. Um, and the great thing is when we do energy work and forgiveness work, from my perspective, we can we can deal with this on the more subtle layers so it never, ever gets to a physical place, you know, which is what you do, I know, as well, where you work on the more subtle layers. Right, absolutely, right. You you know, I can't say that I've actually worked through my course with anyone that actually, you know what I mean, like has cancer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say it wouldn't be helpful, because it would be, but... It's usually just, you know, people are just looking to feel more, 
the word happy comes to mind, mm-hmm. you know? That's a good thing, yeah. Just basic happy. Just I just want to feel happier. I feel, you know, or it might just be, right, it might be that a mom that wants to get back in the workforce or or the woman that just came out of the workforce and is home with her first child or whatever. But, um, yeah, these are the idea also of, so it can be like core kind of wounding. You know, we're not even going to go into past life stuff this go around. <laughs> but they too can affect the chakras, correct? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's all we're going to say. <laughs> well, and I typically do, because I do kind of um, work with um, more medical cases and intuitive stuff in that from that field, mm-hmm. um, I, I do get people with pretty pretty intense illnesses and that kind of stuff. So that is abs- so, and I do do this work um, with right. them and, and try to understand, you know, not necessarily what's the reason this is showing up in your life, so we can so we can undo it. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And it's um, really effective. Oh yeah, it's really, for sure. it's really wonderful. I'm grateful to to see instances of healing, um, you know, on a daily basis. It's just so inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. And courageous, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure. I know many people that will um, discount, so to speak, the emotional, spiritual, energetic healing that needs to happen um, when they get faced with a really mm-hmm. uh, more serious illness. Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not all for not doing the other stuff, too. You know me, I like to kind of toe that line, but... Oh, for sure. I think it's a balance, you know. And I have, with energy work, I have worked with um, a few people that have had more serious illnesses. I was just saying that typically people don't. It's not their first, yeah, it's not their first go-to. I'm going to go, you know, work through a chakra course. But, okay, so I kind of just wanted to sort of organize, I think, a little bit here. (laughs) Maybe it's for me, but... I hope it's helpful for everybody. So the idea of losing our power or anchoring our power in the past, right, mm-hmm. through something that could have, you know, happened to us early on. It could just be, and it could just sort of lay dormant there, and nothing could really happen. And I guess, you know... Let's see, what do I want to say here? When I mean that, what I mean by that is you might not, so let's go back to the a wounded in childhood through parent a parent that was abusive. You may not marry a bad guy. You may not date losers. <laughs> <laughs> you may not get an illness, but there may be something, right? Something that kind of like feels like it's holding you back. You may have more fear than you wish you had, right? Something like that is a way of it showing up also. So there's that piece. Then there's the idea of it could happen sort of unconsciously, meaning we're just living our lives and we've been home with our kids for 10 years and then we decide we want to go back to work and we a few of our um, chakras have sort of... Hmm, what? Like, uh, I almost want to say atrophy. <laughs> <laughs> well, in some you know, respects, in know, a way, not where we you know, like focus. not using them, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, like a muscle. And then we also have the daily just things, which is kind of where I started with my story. Mm. Right? The daily yep. things. You know what, though? I would have to tell you that um, the daily things are more of the the same pattern that's probably been set in motion a while back. Oh, I would agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it yeah. seems and that's why when I when I definitely do work with people, the forgiveness stuff, we don't need to go all the way back necessarily. It's all tied tied together. You know, if you for example with that former um you know, um instance that we were using where the the belief is the world is unsafe and say now you're 25 years old and you've manifested plenty of opportunities to prove that, you know, from the ego's perspective. You don't necessarily need to go all the way back to the very first wounding to undo it. Start with the last one that showed up. Exactly. Exactly. That's kind of what I mean by this organization piece. Awesome. So you did it wonderfully there. And I, I just am going to say, because you know how transparent I am, that this idea that the world is unsafe is one of mine. 
It's a common and, yeah. And it's tied in to the daily stuff of me saying, oh, what's wrong with my child? Yeah, see, there you go. The world is unsafe. Yeah. So I'm, I hope that helps people understand, you know, what we're talking It's sort of like we're weaving <laughs> the tapestry together here. Yeah, I mean, that's why this work is so, you know, powerful. And I, you, asked, you said something earlier, and I took a, took a note on it, because I think that there's definitely times that we can, um, you know, we'll lose, power so to speak or we'll give it away or, you know and we're not conscious of it and we tend to go along and go along until i think we reach that tipping point where something shows up in our life where something you know we maybe we've 50% of energy loss is okay but you know 49 and we start noticing something something shows up that gets our attention and says whoa whoa here too much energy gone pay attention and and let's look for ways that we need to fix this. And it might be physical, it might be emotional, who knows? You know, in just the way it could that be it could be an accident. Up. I mean, right? Yep. Yeah. What do you mean like accident like a um car accident or some such thing? Oh, it, yeah, like, or yeah. a fall or you know what I mean? Could and, be, yeah, it, whatever wakes us up to get right. us to pay attention where we say, "Whoa." I mean, I think the wake up point is, "Huh, this keeps happening." And I'm the common denominator. Maybe there's some reason for that. I also wanted to ask you to, to for a little more clarity on um, the part about, so if we look at it who, as a, the statement, who owns your chakra? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't write it down, so it's not like I can give you verbatim what you were saying. But the idea that... Mm, we are filtering our energy through someone else's chakra? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can tell you Help that. Help me yeah, understand that a little Let's bit more use, We can deeply. use the example of, you know, the wife, perhaps, that goes back to work on some mm-hmm. level because she mm-hmm. hasn't been worrying about finances. It's just not been in her her frame of reference. You know, right. she's, her husband's been doing that because she's been home with kids, you know. So now when she starts thinking about work and going back doing that, she may, by default, because she's so used to kind of relying on her husband for that, may start going, well, what do you think? You know, well, what should I do? Because she's sort of lost direction and mm-hmm. either energetically or, or really, in, you know, um, physically say, what should I do? That's another way in which we know that we've given away our power is that we need other people to tell us what to do. And in a way that they would own that particular chakra. So if we find ourselves asking other people for before we can do things, it's a good indication that we have, you know, given some power away in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's one example how it shows up. Um, it can also happen pretty, you know, sneak stealthily, I would say, where, you know, say, um, let's let's use this example of um, a belief around money, since we're talking about money here that your parents gave you. Maybe one like, you know what, you have to work really hard to earn every penny. And that's mm-hmm. something that you learn. It's an anchor. It's a belief there. And it keeps mm-hmm. showing up and showing up in your life that you're working yourselves like crazy. So when I would ask somebody, well, what do you think about money? They would say, well, you have to work really hard to get it. And I would say, "Where's where did you get that? And they would say, oh, man, I heard my dad say that my whole life. And I would say, well, who owns that chakra for you? Who owns your second chakra? Who owns your third chakra? You know, where's your sense of personal power? Because right now you're running it through his filter, his beliefs, or your family's lineage. You know, society can can step in and sort of you run it through that particular filter. Okay. So I'm feeling like I want to say what are... I know I have some suggestions, and I don't know if I want to go there or not. Like, so what do we do about this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so can we go there in a minute, and let me just bring up one more point before we do that. Anytime, which is, yeah. Okay, which is this idea of you mentioned, so the wife decides she wants to go back to work, and she starts to run physically by maybe saying, what should I do? right or just strictly energetically through thoughts and beliefs right mm-hmm. um and 
this idea of going to others is what's coming to me now. Mm-hmm. Going to others to, you know, feed me, heal me, support me, right? And that's a little different, yeah. Okay. You know what I was saying. I mean, I, I, I was saying, like, what do you think I need to do now? You know, asking other people to make your decisions for you. Right, right. Way. Yeah. No, I wasn't saying it oh, okay. was the same, same. Yeah. That it just reminded me of this piece, okay? Um, that idea of that's sort of the global giving power away, I guess, what I'm bringing up, mm. right? Sort right? of giving your power away to sort of that idea of... Emotionally, mentally, physically. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, really it's about us doing that for ourselves. Sure. And that idea of of loving ourselves, which is what we're truly meant to do, right? And so, you know, how many of us do that? I know I've been guilty of it. Uh-huh, not you know? loving ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, it's a practice. And I turning to other people, places, and things. And now I'm remembering. <laughs> it's so interesting my, about my my the newsletter that I wrote for uh, Mind, Body, Spirit, You that was just sent out today. Okay, now I'm understanding why I'm bringing this up. It's because this has just been rolling through my brain, this idea of being perfectly wonderful exactly where you are, right? And at the same time, not the the paradox there, right? Mm. And so we love ourselves, and at the, and sometimes we don't. And so then, and turning to others, you know, is not a bad thing. So I just wanted to be clear about that because we're all meant to be here for one another. Mm-hmm. We are. So that it's about balance, and and so I my question is. I don't see what you have to say about this. How do we find that balance of like living interdependently, so to speak, meaning a healthy amount of giving energy, taking energy, right? Sure. I, I think that any time we're asking other people to make our decisions without consciousness is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, into not being aware of where we're putting our energy. So much of what happens is you know, we go unconscious and we do this stuff. I think that, you know, if we're if we're thinking that the world outside is the reason why we're unhappy, that that's an issue. And and typically along those same lines is I think what you're talking about here is when there's a lack of responsibility or accountability. And that certainly is not a punitive thing. It's just like I'm the common denominator here. I have a part in this somewhere. I have learning to do. Mm-hmm. So we're we're coming from that perspective. Correct. Then we look for things like, could I just have that medication to fix this, and then I, I I'll kind of you know turn down the volume on the smoke alarm, but the fire's still raging, kind of stuff, which is what I think you're referring to. Um, and it's different than saying, I, I need some need... guidance because yeah, I yeah. get the fact that I have some learning to do about this. Help me find that. Right, or turning to my husband and being like, I want a hug. Very, yes. and that's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. So I just wanted to be clear. There's like that dichotomy, that both sides of the coin. Yeah, both sure. sides of the same coin, you know? Um, and so that just to stay conscious, I love how, well, for me, everybody, I really get Aleka. <laughs> The way that Aleka shares, I'm like, oh, I get it, you know. Oh, so, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I just, it, it, the way that you put things together really makes sense, and I hope that's true for many, many other people that are listening. Well, I do as well. I hope that's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 because Thank I you. think sometimes I get a little zigzaggy and my thoughts don't all come out quite as um mm, Clearly, as I wish they had, and then mm. that's one reason why we're a good team. <laughs> you maybe can like straighten a little bit of my zigzagginess out. No, I don't know. I think you make some really good sense. I think that um, I think certain people will understand what I'm saying, and other people will be like, "What?" You know. Um, right. But I appreciate that feedback. I appreciate it's that. It's interesting. Just now, I just thought to myself, "Huh? Did I just give my power away?" I know, right? Um, I don't. <laughs> 
No, how do you feel? Because that's the other thing, you know, is checking your body. That's a really good indication that something's going on. You know, like your physical body is a great way. If you're, you're having, you know, that moment of anxiety, you can't breathe very well, or there's like, you know, feeling in your belly or tension in your shoulders. I mean, take a look at what's going on here. What is this a call to, you know, pull into um, some awareness about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. So should we move into the what can we give as um, suggestions to oh to help, you know, with any kind of issue, if you're having an issue right now or you feel like, huh, you know, I, I feel like my heart's closed down, right? Something like that. And I know that I have my own ways of going about that and there are so many uh, which is fabulous so many wonderful resources out there whether it be uh, YouTube videos to Google searching you know chakra healing between sounds crystal right vibration uh, energy and and I know that we both believe in um, the idea of our psychological energy, right? Energy psychology, meaning mm-hmm. um expressing emotion, working with someone to actually look at this stuff is very helpful. That is energy, our thoughts and beliefs and us sharing them with someone else and getting guidance that way. I I would agree. For me, I mean again, everyone has a different way of of working with it and I absolutely would encourage people to to look at different ways um, to to balance the system. For me personally, I, I work with the, um, I think it's important that we have some awareness and understanding about what's going on. You know, so it's one thing to maybe sit on a table and do Reiki, which is fantastic, or, mm-hmm. but, you know, what does that mean? What, what does that mean that we've given our power away, and, and how have we done that? And if we can bring in some understanding with whatever modality that we're using to clear it, I think it's really, really important. Um, right. You know, we can't heal what we can't feel necessarily, and we can't heal what we don't acknowledge. Um, we can't take our power back if we don't know where we're losing it. Exactly. Um, so I think it's really important to have some understanding about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, um, as I've said numerous times, I, I use a forgiveness process and um, forgiveness work in, in that way of, of realizing and taking, you know, kind of our power back and cutting those sort of anchors to the past. Um and that right. but I but I agree with you there's different ways to do it. I was just would just say having some awareness about that is helpful. I agree. So this is the way that I've experienced it and I understand it is that if you if you go through a meditation so to speak, right? And you breathe and you visualize the colors, etc. That is absolutely helpful and supportive of the system. Totally. Yeah. And can really do some major, you know, like I want to use the word reconfiguring of the system. And at the same time, if we're continuing to see the similar patterns, there's probably more that needs to be looked at than just working with the vibration, color, imagery, energy of it, but tying into this idea of the psychology, the emotional well-being, which is, you know, just what we're all about, the mind, body, and spirit. It's all important. Not I agree. Yeah. So, like, if you've only done therapy, that's probably really helped you. But what would you, if it's not, if it's been 10 years and you're still having issues? <laughs> yeah, there might know, be some other What things. else can we yeah. add, right? Yeah. And if you've only been doing energy work, whether it be, there's so many modalities, right? Reiki is one of the most well-known. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're still having issues, well, maybe we need to look at what's really going on. And that is one of the things that I'm really proud of in the sense of the the seven-week program that I came up with. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that there's just a lot of, questioning of what what's going on where did this come from and so anyway if anyone wants to check that out my last little shout out for this 
e-course is it's an e-course and it's also the last time I'm going to do coaching calls with it. So we have seven coaching calls or seven meditations. There's a lot of stuff involved. And you can find it at the website, Mind, Body, Spirit, You, the letter U, under e-courses. Um, and Aleka has, it's off topic, but I still want to say it. Aleka has an astrology course coming up, and that's in like two weeks. Like oh, the yeah, yeah. Or something. And that, though, even though it's uh, it's not really, now I'm saying it's not. It's not off topic. It's not sure. No, I mean, that, that definitely but, um, can show us where we're giving our power away um exactly. and where we're where we're being called to bring it back um because for me astrology is a study of energy and it's a study of our personal energy so what better way to take a look at where it's going um and how we need to reclaim it but that particular course is a basics very very basics of astrology if you know nothing or very very little it can get you started to be able to start looking at your chart and the other people um in your life and understanding what their blocks might be and where they might um, have challenges in their energy field. Right. And that is all, you know, all of this stuff is super supportive, you know, Um, to the main energy system being the chakra system in the body. Sure. Yeah, it's it's a really, um, for me, the chakra system is, um, very, very helpful in understanding when I'm working with people from a medical intuition perspective or from a, you know, just from a um, physical illness perspective or coaching perspective. Or eat. I mean, I work a lot with people with eating issues and, as you know, and abuse. And so it's really helpful to start helping them in a way to empower themselves and, re, you know, make changes in their lives sort of from the inside out. Right. That's what right. we're talking about here. Yeah, and I don't want to start a whole other topic, but I'm just, uh, at the same time, where do eating issues tend to live? The mm-hmm. second? Is that right? Um, second and third. Uh, yeah. First chakra, too, because we're talking right. about survival um, mm-hmm. in some respects. So safety. Um, it can also, I mean, we can have eating issues in many ways. Typically, most of the chakra woundings happen in the first three chakras regardless, and right. then they show up in other places, um, at least from my perspective. So we can actually have a block to being able to express your truth, um, say, you know, throat chakra. And that shows up a lot with people with eating issues, specifically bulimia, um, just because of that need to clear that chakra. Um, and, I mean, so there's lots of different layers, obviously, to um, to working with eating issues from a mind, body, spirit perspective. Because, you know, I'm all about, you know, the psychology of it, the energy of it, um, anyway, that we need to clear it. Yeah, but who do you tend to be first, second, third? Right, right. And I know um, that that is what we've both seen, that those first three are so common that it almost is like when I first started to read that, I was like, huh, like meaning read people. I was like, everything's down there. (laughs) Everything's happening down there. Let me see. I wanted to go to the calendar. And so... Your food feelings and finding freedom show is I'm on I'm I'm one month behind. Can you help me? August. I think it's on the oh, there 20th. It is, the 20th. August? Yeah, and yeah. then my astrology class is next Monday. Okay. The 13th. And the the food feelings and finding freedom is here on Blog Talk Radio. Yep. Um on the 20th at 7 p.m. and yep. Aleka is going to be they're going to be talking about forgiveness and food. Right. So this is actually ties right in. So how, if we do have eating issues and we have, we're have, we talking about chakra system here, we won't necessarily be talking too much about the chakra system in that way, but how we can use forgiveness to pull that energy back into present time, which is really appropriate to what we talked about tonight. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. So if everybody... Right now, we'll just take a nice deep breath and pull that energy in through your crown chakra at the top of your head and just feel that breath and energy come down to your root chakra, down your legs and into Mother Earth, and then back up again just with your breath. And that is a simple way of just getting in tune with your chakra system and just breathe up and down a couple times, opening the the top and breathing the energy through all the way down into the roots. 
and out your feet. Oh, that feels good. Thank okay. <laughs> that just came. Yeah, it just came. Nice. Me. I'm like, okay, that's how I'm going to end up tonight. Balance everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much, Aleka. It was fun, as always. As always. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for joining us here at Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Please um, visit us at the website and also on Facebook. Anytime you'd like to connect, we'd love to hear from you. Take care. Thanks again. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.